What is going on everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. In this one, I'm going to discuss last night's FA Cup fifth round results, what that means for blank game week 29, what future double game weeks might look like based on the FA Cup quarterfinal draw, and how all of that plays a part in terms of chip strategy and stuff like that. So if you enjoyed the video, make sure to give the video a like, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already, and let's get into it. All right, let's start off with blank game week 29. I'm going to skip double game week 28 because I think we've talked about it quite a lot. Everybody knows that Bournemouth and Luton are doubling that week. So blank game week 29 is now confirmed. All the FA Cup fifth round results have been completed. And basically, it went exactly as expected. There were no cup upsets from, from an FPL point of view at all. Like I'm sure going into Bournemouth versus Leicester uh, in the FA Cup, that Bournemouth were probably slightly more favourites to win that. But because Wolves beat Brighton, Bournemouth ended up blanking anyway. So the only additional fixture that was added in based on last night's results was Luton versus Forest. So this is what game week 29 looks like. Burnley versus Brentford, Fulham versus Spurs, West Ham versus Aston Villa, and Luton versus Nottingham Forest. They are the only four fixtures on. They are the only eight teams that are going to play that week. It's already updated on the FPL page. So initial thoughts, it's not on paper the greatest game week i know a lot of people don't like free hitting into a game week like that i completely understand we're going to talk about that a bit later as well i think if you can get up to nine to ten of the key players that's probably going to be enough obviously great if you can get up to 11 with no hits and stuff like that that's all going to depend on how your team is set up but nine to ten players is probably fine if we're talking about who the key players are and i think this is important because for my team for example i think i've got four players that definitely play in 29 but one of them is Charlie Taylor, right, at home to Brentford. I'm not expecting a clean sheet there. Very unlikely to get attacking returns. So it's basically a two-pointer. I would say the key players are, I mean, any goalkeeper, right? It could be Kaminsky, uh, Martinez, Ariola, whoever. Right? I don't think the goalkeeper matters a huge amount. Just make sure you've got one. Uh, Tony, I would say Son, and then maybe another attacker from Spurs and probably a defender as well are all good options. Um, Bowen from West Ham. I'm not sure I would go for anyone else. There may be Kudus, right, but defenders. Probably not. Ariola fine if you've already got him. Uh, Aston Villa, obviously. Uh, Douglas Louise, Leon Bailey, Watkins, all good. Maybe a defender as well if you've carried one from before, like Pau Torres or Konza. We'll have to wait and see exactly when they're going to be fully fit. But Konza is back in training now. And then Luton versus Forest. I mean, in terms of carrying players through, Luton suddenly look a little bit better. Obviously, their defense is not great. But they have, let's just go here. The double in 28 is. Palace away and Bournemouth away. And then the fixture in 29 is quite nice. Nottingham Forest at home. Like, it's not that bad. So there's maybe more incentive now for people that don't want a free hit or use a wild card early to go for one or two more Luton players in 28 because that gives you extra players for 29 as well. Uh, sorry, yeah, for 29. And then Nottingham Forest, probably players like Gibbs White, maybe Awanee. That's probably the only two that I would look at. If you're struggling to get to kind of nine to 10 players, or it's going to take lots of hits, then I, your two options really, if you've got chips left, is free hit 29. And so that leaves your option open to wildcard later, or maybe even wildcard in game weeks 27 or 28, because that would allow you to kind of go all in on the double in 28 and manage 29 as well. I'll probably talk about that a little bit later in this video, and I'm also going to do hopefully a wildcard 27 video. If not, I'm definitely going to do a 28 one because I'm kind of interested in that. Um, look, whether or not you should take hits now or later is always a personal preference. Like some people just will not want to free hit or use a chip for those fixtures in 29 
and for a double that's for Bournemouth and Luton. I completely understand that. And so taking a few extra hits is probably fine. That saves your chips for later on. I'm kind of of the opinion, and this is generally how I play, that I would rather use the chip now and negate the hit, so not have to take them. And then if I have to take them later, fair enough, because I was going to have to do that, you know, soon anyway. But I would hope that later on I can manage without hits, and overall I would have taken less, if that makes sense. So it's basically definitely take the hits now and save your chips or use your chips and potentially not have to take hits but if you do then fair enough but that is blank game week 29 only four confirmed fixtures i guess it all comes down to how many players you've got and how easy you can get to kind of nine and ten, uh, nine or ten of those key players so i want to talk through what future double game weeks might look like and how that will play a part in terms of your chip strategy and stuff like that um as i said last week Getting the FA Cup fifth round results is great in terms of blank game week 29. And now we've got the FA Cup quarterfinal draw. That definitely helps us predict what future double game weeks might look like. But nothing is 100% set in stone yet. But I'm going to run you through how things look right now. I'd also highly recommend checking out Planet FPL if you're not already. Uh, they do a podcast. They're also on YouTube as well. They will definitely do a chip strategy podcast this week. And it will be worth listening to. Uh, because James will go through all the different permutations, why certain fixtures might move to certain game weeks, and how that will tie in. I'm going to try and do that now as well, but I'm going to keep it in its simplest form. And the way that fixtures get rearranged is never that simple, right? So check out Planet FPL. Coming back to the FA Cup, we've now got the quarterfinal draw, and it looks like this. Wolves are at home to Coventry City. Man United are at home to Liverpool. Chelsea at home to Leicester and Man City are at home to Newcastle. Now, any of those sides could win their games, but the odds will say that Wolves, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man City are probably favourites to go through. I mean, look, Man United are at home to Liverpool. You never know. They could go and get a win there. Newcastle might nick a win away to City, but I would look at that and say that Wolves, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man City are probably going to go through. Now, those games are played after game week 29, and before game week 30. So we will know who's in the FA Cup semi-final before the game week 30 deadline. Again, that doesn't mean that the doubles for 34 and 37 will have been announced at that point, but we'll have a bit more of a clearer picture about what's going to happen. Um, teams who progress will play their semi-final game in game week 34. So their fixture from 34 would then become a blank. Uh, but don't worry, most teams are not going to blank in 34. Like, like in, It's not going to be like 29, basically. Um, and teams that progress to the semi-final should have a single game week in 34 and then a double in 37, if everything goes according to plan. Now, this is, in theory, how it could work. But this is why I'm saying go and listen to James, because fixtures are never this simple. But essentially, the game week 29 blanks could all move to game week 34, right? If they don't, they'll go into 37. So either way, we know that teams that have blanked in 29 are almost certainly going to double later on. It's just whether or not it's in 34 or 37. But for the point of this, I'm going to assume that all the 29 blanks go into 34. Okay, Teams that get to the FA Cup semi-final will have their game week 34 fixture move to game week 37. And obviously, so will their opponents from game week 34. So just to give you an example here, right? Let's take... Um, let's take Man City, okay? So their fixture against Brighton away from 29 is now postponed, right? Because Man City have got through to the quarterfinal. So that, in theory, could be moved to game week 34. But if Man City get to the semifinal, because they've beaten Newcastle in the FA Cup quarterfinals, their game against Spurs would be moved. So although that game's off, 
right? It doesn't mean a blank game week for City because their 29 fixture would move there instead. And that means they would just double in game week 37. That's why, although fixtures get moved out of 34 because of the FA Cup, most teams uh, won't blank. Um, teams that blank in 29 and don't have an FA Cup semi final will likely double in game week 34. So take Man United, right? They are through to the FA Cup quarterfinal. They're playing against Liverpool. Uh, I'll just come back to the example here. They've got a fixture against Sheffield United at home to rearrange from 29. So that will go into game week 34. And if Liverpool beat them in the FA Cup, they could then play their game week 34 fixture against Newcastle because there's no semi-final to worry about as long as Man City also beat Newcastle as well in the FA Cup. So essentially, if Man United and Newcastle go out of the quarterfinals, which I think most people would agree is the most likely um, outcome, although not guaranteed, then they will probably double in 34. They'll play the game against each other plus their blanks from 29, right? Hopefully this all makes sense. Um, teams that don't blank in 29 and aren't in the FA Cup do have a chance of blanking in game week 34 if they're playing someone that is still in the FA Cup. So Spurs are a really good example of this, okay? Um, let me just find a Spurs player here. They play Fulham in 29, right? That fixture we know is guaranteed to be on. So that is not going to move to game week 34. But in game week 34, they play Man City, right? So if Man City get through from the quarterfinals to the semifinals, this game would then be off and Spurs would have no fixture. Now, it's not guaranteed that they would blank because, again, the fixtures don't always work out as simple as I'm talking about them. But it is possible they could blank. And it's the same for Fulham as well. Because in game week 34, Fulham's fixture is Liverpool at home. And as we know, Liverpool beat Man United in the FA Cup. That fixture would then be off. And Liverpool's game from 29 would move there. But Fulham wouldn't have a fixture to move because they are playing in game week 29. Again, hopefully that makes sense. Um, the, the key thing really, right, forgetting which fixtures are going to go where, the teams that double in 34 are going to be different to the teams that double in 37. I believe it was last season or the season before. I've spoken about this before where uh, I think it was Man United, Man City and Brighton all doubled in 34 and 37. So it was super easy to manage because you would just get two or three players from each of those teams and you knew they double in 34 and then later on they would double again. That's not going to be the case this season. So if Man United and Newcastle, for example, double in 34, they're not also going to double in 37. It'll be the likes of Man City, Liverpool and stuff like that instead. So having either your wildcard or free hit later on to manage that could be useful. It doesn't mean it's the end of the world if you don't have those chips or you want to use them earlier. It just means that you have less double game week players from maybe 34 or 37 to manage all the other weeks. But it is going to be handy to have uh, one of those two chips available. Let's look at what the doubles in both of those weeks could look like. So this is what double game week 34 could potentially look like. So I've got Newcastle versus Palace away and Man United away. Man United with two home games against Sheffield United and Newcastle. Uh, Sheffield United versus Man United away and Burnley at home. Palace versus Newcastle at home and West Ham at home. Everton versus Forest at home and Liverpool at home. And then Bournemouth against Wolves away and Villa away. So potentially six teams doubling. And also potentially two teams blanking, which would be Spurs and Fulham. And I've based this on two things. One, all the favourites from the FA Cup quarterfinal winning. So Wolves, Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City. Obviously, if one of those things doesn't happen, if Wolves go out or Man United beat Liverpool or Newcastle beat Man City or a combination of those things, this will look different, right? But that's what I based it on. 
and also that all the game week 29 blanks will go into 34 but again just to stress that is very unlikely to happen some of those 29 blanks will go into game week 37 instead it's worth saying though that although we don't know exactly which game weeks teams will double and the combination of fixtures they will have we do know that certain teams will have to double later on right any team that blanks in 29 and that's now confirmed will have to have that fixture put somewhere else so although i can't guarantee that man united will double in 34 i know they will double it'll either be 34 or likely 37 same with man city liverpool etc right if they don't double in 37 it will go into 34 instead they are the two game weeks that are going to have the most double game weeks before um, the end of the season basically any team that you think is likely to go far in the fa cup is more likely to blank in 37 that's kind of the i guess shorter summary um everton and i think crystal palace are almost certainly gonna double in game week 34 it's again it's just about which combination of fixtures they will have so if we look at everton right just to kind of show you an example they play Forest at home in 34. Both teams are out of the FA Cup. They can't get to a semi-final. That fixture will be on. So then it's just a case of, does that Everton at home fixture to Liverpool from 29 go into 34? If it does, they get Forest at home and Liverpool at home. If not, and the Premier League or TV companies want to put that fixture into 37, then Everton's game against Sheffield United at home would likely move to game week 34 instead. Again, both teams are out of the FA Cup. So it's quite likely... Everton will double again we just can't confirm sorry we'll double in 34 we just can't confirm what the combination of fixtures might be and also it could be that they go and double in 37 instead now let's just say all these things happen in 34 what does that mean in terms of your planning your chips and stuff like that I would say that looks to me like a pretty good free hit week because most of those teams you're not going to want to rely on outside of that double um and even if you were thinking of dead end in 34 and wildcard in 35, that means you've got to start getting in like Man United and Newcastle players now, or, or at least soon, right? Around game week 30 or 31. And for Newcastle, that might be okay, especially if they can turn their defense around, because in 30, it's West Ham at home, 31 is Everton at home, 32 is Fulham away, etc. And then you could just dead end in 34 and wildcard them out. But with Man United, they have got, let me just look here. It's Chelsea away in 31, Liverpool at home in 32. The fixtures aren't quite so good, not to kind of double or triple up on. I'm not saying you need to double or triple up on Newcastle or Man United, but if you wanted to target that double, that to me looks like quite a nice free hit week. And as, as you're going to see later on when I talk about chips, like it's really team dependent. It's all about your preferences and stuff like that. But I look at that and think that's quite nice. I mean, one thing to look at when you're deciding whether you might want to free hit in a week like that is what the other fixtures in that game week look like right so Aston Villa versus Bournemouth at home that fixture will be on those two teams will have uh well Bournemouth might double right but Villa will have a single game week you might want to keep Watkins you might not want to free hit him out that's perfectly fine um if we look at other teams for example like Arsenal that Wolves game might be off but their game against Chelsea could go into game week 34 instead right so are, I, I guess basically if you're thinking about free hitting are there single game week players you're happy to get rid of like if Liverpool have a single game week against Everton away are you going to be happy taking out maybe Salah if he's fit maybe Nunez whoever it is to go for multiple Man United and Newcastle players if you're not 
then you can probably start looking away from game week 34 and having less players from these teams instead. And if you don't have chips, it's just likely that you won't have many players from these teams. It's more important to get players from Man City, Liverpool, uh, Arsenal, etc., that have got a double later on and better fixtures outside of it. But again, that's what it could possibly look like. And if that's the doubles for 34, this is what double game week 37 might look like. Um, it's also worth saying, just before this gets really complicated, Spurs and Chelsea, I've not put up here, but that's another fixture that needs to get rearranged. It's likely that would go into 35 or 36, I would say. So those teams might double in a different game. But for now, I'm just going to concentrate on 34 and 37. So in 37, potentially we've got Arsenal versus Wolves away and Man United away. Man City versus Spurs away and Fulham away. Liverpool versus Fulham away and Villa away. Uh, Chelsea versus Brighton away and Forest away. Brighton versus Chelsea at home, Newcastle away, Wolves versus Arsenal at home, and Palace at home, and then Fulham versus Liverpool at home, Man City at home, very tough, and then Spurs versus uh, Man City at home, and Burnley at home. I think I've got that just about right for all the permutations that I've already talked about. Again, it's not likely to fall this perfect, but if Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool all progress to the next round of the FA Cup, they will almost certainly double in this week rather than game week 34. Similar for Arsenal, right? I think it's very unlikely based on that draw that they would double in 34. So it's likely to be game week 37. And most of those teams, uh, th so let's just take those four teams right at the top, Arsenal, City, Liverpool and Chelsea. Most of them have pretty good fixtures beforehand. So I've spoken about Chelsea before. From game week 30, they've got Burnley at home, Man United at home, Sheffield United away, Everton at home, Brighton away, Villa away, West Ham at home. That's all their fixtures up until double game week 37. Pretty good, right? And then they've got a double, and they've got that fixture versus Spurs to go. So you're probably going to want Chelsea players from kind of 30, 31 onwards. For Arsenal, right, 30 is Man City away, tough. But after that, Luton at home, Brighton away, Villa at home, Wolves away, Spurs away, and Bournemouth at home. Not that bad, especially for attackers. And then they've got that double game week, right? Man City, um, they've got from... So 30 is Arsenal at home, so again, a bit tougher. But then it's Villa at home, Palace away, Luton at home, Spurs away, Forest away, Wolves at home. All pretty good. And then they double in 37. So I guess the point here is that forgetting double game week 28 and blank game week 29 for now, in 30 or 31 onwards, you are going to want to start targeting probably Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea players, because either they'll double in 34 or they'll double in 37, and their single game week fixtures um, are pretty good anyway. I don't think there's anything else to add on this bit without making it mega complicated, but I do want to talk about chips. Um, but yeah, that's double game week 34 and 37. It won't look exactly like that, but most of those big teams that you think are going to go through the FA Cup will double in 37, which means the other teams that go out with the FA Cup in the quarterfinals, like Man United and Newcastle, will almost certainly double in 34. I've probably missed something. If I have, I'll put it into other videos. All right, let's move on to chips, and I'm going to begin with the wild card. Now, at this point, you're doing one of two things, really. You're either using it before blank game week 29 or after blank game week 29. I did briefly look last night about wild carding in 29 itself, but I'm not convinced it works that well. So let's go through the reasons you might want a wild card beforehand, either this week in 27 or next week in 28. Some people might just have injuries that have started to pile up. A lot of us bought Huang in last week for 26. That transfer could not have gone any worse. Not only did he blank against Sheffield United at home while players like Louise and Bowen smashed it, 
but also he's now injured from his FA Cup game. He's almost certainly going to miss Newcastle, and I wouldn't be surprised if he misses 28 as well. And now we know that Wolves also blank in 29. And it's not just him, right? People might have minutes concerns and stuff like that, which is playing on their mind. They might want to deal with it with a wild card and obviously set up for everything else. It lets you prepare for double game week 28. So although Bournemouth players might not be massively inspiring, it is a great double. Sheffield United and Luton both at home. Um, and obviously Luton have a double in 28 and they play in 29 as well. So with a wild card, you can definitely prepare for 28, start thinking about 30 onwards and not have too many players missing in blank game week 29. From what I've seen from the brief look at wildcard 27 and 28 that I've gone through, it's quite difficult to get 11 players out in 29. So even if you wildcard early, you're probably still going to go in with 9 or 10 players, but it should reduce the amount of hits you need to take, and it lets you go for more double game week players in 28. Some of you are probably shouting at the screen, why would I want to kind of double or triple up on Luton and Bournemouth? That's fine. If you don't want to do that, there's less reason to wildcard right now. If you... I think Man City are a big consideration if you're wildcarding early because you definitely can't triple up on them uh, unless you're looking to free hit in 29, which is definitely a, a combination you could go for. So you could wildcard 27 or 28 and free hit in 29. My preference would be to lead the free hit for later if you're wildcarding early, but it's definitely something that your team might suit. But Man City are a big consideration because a lot of us have got like Haaland plus maybe one of Foden or something like that. And I'm not sure I would want to sell them before Man United at home. But long term, you know, bearing in mind you're trying to get through that double in 28 where you're probably not going to captain Harden unless, you know, maybe Solanke is injured or something like that. Obviously, they don't play in 29. It would make sense to limit the amount you've got. So if you go in 27, you've got that difficult decision. Whereas if you wildcard in 28, you can play your Man City players against Man United at home and then maybe sell them before Liverpool away instead, which may be a little bit easier to do. Um, as I think I've already said, you're still likely to require one or two hits to manage game week 29. So this is not the perfect chip strategy or anything like that, that's for sure. Uh, and then there's definitely a potential big gap before you bench boost because a lot of people are thinking about bench boosting in game week 37. If you wildcard in 27 or 28, that's a long time to have to plan for that. The hope would be that you just fall into a good bench boost, but that's not guaranteed. And then you either use the free hit in 34 or 37. It, it is possible to combine that earlier like i've said you could wildcard 27 or 28 free hit 29 then just either ignore 34 just hope you can get through it but it really like it, it does i hate saying this because it's so cliche it really does depend on your team right i have discussed chips a lot since last night's results with different people and i've seen people considering wildcard in 27 28 30 31 34 35 36 free hit in 29 34 37 bench boost 28 uh and then 34 and 37 and obviously some people got triple captain as well you really are gonna have to look at your own individual team like for my team without going into chip strategy massively on a personal um level i actually quite like wildcard 28 now because i have to use a chip to manage 29 i don't have enough players to get through it and 28 allows me to go big on double 28, manage 29. It also improves my defense for 30 and allows me to save my free hit for 34. So by game weeks 30 and 31, if I wildcard in 28, I'll be looking to go for Salah, Son, Saka, Haaland and Palmer. I know they're all going to double later, probably in game week 37. And that means I can just free hit in all those players I don't want to carry long term, like Man United, Newcastle, etc. So I quite like 
wildcard 28 but that's for my team there are some people where it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever so that's wildcard 27 28 and then you've got either 30 31 34 35 36 there's different ways you can go and a lot of it will depend on how your team is set up again i've said that again but basically you'll be wild cutting out of the mess from 28 and 29 maybe you don't want to hold bournemouth and luton players long term maybe you don't want to hold those players you've got in 29 because they play you can wild card out of it so potentially 30 or 31 could work or if your team looks good and you're happy with it and you can manage it pretty well you could just delay the wild card until you need it and wait until you're closer to the bench boost because if you go in 34 35 or 36 there's less game weeks before we get to that 37 bench boost and also you've got more information as well right if you go for anything after 29 you've got the fa cup quarterfinal results hopefully you've got the double confirmation for 34 as well it just makes it a lot easier to plan um so this is so wildcard 27 and 28 is not this perfect solution because you don't have all that extra info later on but again you do know which teams from 29 will definitely double later on you just don't know which weeks um the later you wildcard will allow you to manage the late season rotation better so if stuff like the league starts to get wrapped up and man city have won it again with a few games to go the later you wildcard the easier it is to react to that and it also depending on when you free hit or whether you've got it it allows you three different teams in 29 34 and 37 so anyone looking to wildcard later on and not free hit now probably has a pretty good team for 29 already so that's one team you can then potentially dead end into 34 um and that's another team right for the double in 34 then you wildcard out of it for the double in 37 or you wildcard in 30 or 31 preparing for later doubles and then you free hit in 34 or 37 whichever one you're not set up for so that's why i quite like the wild card after game week 29 it allows you to have three different teams but some of you are going to be like me you just do not have the um the benefit i guess at this point of going through 29 without a chip right it just hasn't fallen that way and or you've made decisions like i have to go for bruno fernandez instead of bowen and huang instead of douglas louise etc and i'm not going to get into a conversation about whether that was likely to happen but i could have start not only got more points but i could have started building towards 29 and then i'd wildcard later so for what it's worth right and i'm really trying to keep this as as quick and as simple as possible if you were originally intending to wildcard after 29 and free hitting 34 and bench boosting 37 and your 29 team still looks good that should still be your plan because essentially the results last night in the fa cup changed very little we already knew that those four games were likely to be on and they are the ones that are on the only thing that's not not changed but for some of us we now know we have to use a chip in 29 it's just about whether you free hit or you wild card instead so free hit is probably a little bit easier to talk about than the wild card most people are going to use it in one of two weeks either game week 29 or game week 34 uh, reasons to use it in 29 you now know who's blanking that week you might have a team that's not well set up for it you don't want to take loads of hits and you don't want to use your wild card early that's a pretty good reason to use the free hit instead and it allows you to manage the weeks outside of that as well so you might not want to drop your liverpool or arsenal players to get players that are playing in 29 you keep them you free hit them out in 29 you get them back from 30 onwards you decide when to wild card if you've got it later on 
like I said, it leaves that option open, you know, in 30, 31, et cetera, right? Like I've just gone through. And then I would say about game week 29, for most people, there's poor games, teams, and or players to target that week. Now, for some people, that's a reason to avoid the free hit because the score they're going to get is pretty low. And I understand that kind of point of view, but I often look at it as a good reason to free hit because those are the players you don't want outside of that week. So by free hitting it, uh, free hitting in 29, you don't have to hold on to them if they're not the kind of players you want to have. Now, obviously, last week didn't work out like that, right? Lots of the players that play in 29 did really well, but that might not be the case every week, and it might not be the case for every position as well. So if you're looking at 29 thinking, I just don't want any of those players on my free hit, you probably also don't want them in your team longer term either. So it might actually be a reason to free hit, not to avoid it. Um, in 34, Again, based on what I talked about earlier, it's probably going to have a few teams in there where players are not going to be, you know, valuable to you outside of double game week 34. So a similar reason to what I just spoke about in 29, right? One of the reasons to free hit in 34 is to get players you wouldn't want to hold on to outside of that, but maybe you want to take a bit of a punt in a double game week. One of the reasons I really like 34 is because people will undervalue the doubles. They'll be looking at, they've already said it, right? They've already looked at what I've said earlier on, and it's probably in the comment section below. I don't want Everton players. Why would I want Newcastle? Why would I want Man United? I'd be willing to take a punt on that. And if I've got, say, double or triple Spurs, right, and they blank or play like Man City in 34, then free hitting them out and going for Man United against Sheffield United at home and Newcastle at home, I'm willing to take that punt. And then I get my Spurs players back later, right? So there's definitely good reasons to save it for 34. And I think it will be a, an undervalued double within the majority of the kind of FPL community. Some people are going to say to me, what if I can get through 29? And what if 34 is easy to manage? Well, at that point, you just pivot and use the free hit in a different week. Reminder that the teams that double in 34 and 37 will be different. So it is likely that a free hit in either of the, those weeks will be useful. Look, maybe there's a situation where you just don't need it in any week. In that case, just use it in 38. We'll have. Lots of team information because all the games are kick off at the same time. And you can just go for one last hurrah on the last game week of the season. But 29 or 34 is where most people are going to use it. All right, let's talk about triple captain and bench boost. Now, I stand by what I said a couple of weeks ago about the triple captain chip. If you weren't going to use it on Haaland in 25, the next best option is probably Solanke in game week 28. Because we know when he's fit and available, he always starts, always plays 90 minutes, has penalties. And Sheffield United at home and Luton at home is a great double game week. There is a bit of a spanner in the works at the moment. Solanke is a doubt for 27 because he missed the FA Cup game with a knee issue. Uh, and that is a little bit of a worry. But if we know he's fit for 28, I think I would still triple captain him. Ultimately, triple captain has the least value in terms of planning the rest of the season, especially around doubles and blanks and stuff like that. So I would work backwards, okay? If you're looking to wildcard now, and free hit in 29, for example. Let's just say you're going to wildcard 27, free hit 29, and bench boost later on, maybe game week 37, then you could potentially triple captain in 34 instead. But if you are someone that's going to get through 29 without a chip, and then wildcard in 30 or 31, and free hit in 34, and bench boost in 37, you don't have any double game weeks left, really, to use that triple captain chip, unless you're going to put it on a Spurs or Chelsea player, because they will probably have a double game week. Um, on their own in 35 or 36 so you almost need to work backwards and figure out which game weeks are going to be free to use the triple captain chip now 
We can look at the potential fixtures in uh, 37. So if you were going to go for Haaland, maybe you get Spurs away, Fulham away. That could be pretty good if you're not using another chip that week. Liverpool, Fulham away, Villa away. If Salah's fully fit and they're not rotating because the league is still open, he could be an option as well. Or if you get really stuck, if Man United end up having Sheffield United at home and Newcastle at home, maybe you take a punt on the triple captain for something like that. So there are other, other options, but it really comes down to when you're when you're wanting to use your free hit and wild card in particular, but also the bench boost if you've still got that as well. If you've used some of those chips, then you know your options are a little bit more open. You don't have to panic about it. And I maybe wouldn't take the risk on Solanke if he's a doubt. Um, with the bench boost, game week 37 is likely to be the biggest double game week, right? But it's a long way away. So if you're wildcarding soon, that's quite a long time to wait, basically, to plan and make sure that bench looks looks okay. You could just use it in a single game week if your bench looks good. Right? I've said that a lot of times recently. If you get to a week where everything looks perfect, you're confident that all 15 players are going to start, your two goalkeepers have a good fixture, your three players on the bench, your realistic bench players all look good, you could just get it out of the way and not worry until 37. It might be that game week 37 just falls into place. With very little planning, maybe you're going to have a great bench boost. But it won't necessarily work out like that. I think ultimately, if I could get 16 points or more, if that's what I thought I was going to get off my bench that week, or, or in any given week, then I'd possibly look at using the bench boost. Maybe even in 34, right, with some doubles, some single game week players, that could work as well. Um, early wildcard... And bench, so like going wildcard 27, bench boost 28 can work. But I feel like you need the free hit in 29 to really make the most of it. And I'm not sure blowing all your chips is worth it when 34 and 37 will have different teams doubling. So I I almost think different, and a lot of people who are much better at predicting fixtures and stuff than me have said this already. The bench boost is probably a little bit less valuable than it has been in previous seasons. That's why some people used it in game week one. Because you're not necessarily get like not a long time ago, but maybe four or five seasons ago, a lot of people might wildcard in 33 and then bench boost in 34 or 37. And the fixtures just worked out really nicely for that. Not the case this year, right? Lots of people, it's worth wildcarding 27 and 28, 30, 31. You have got that gap to the bench boost. So I would say if you get a chance to use it sooner, I would probably take it. Um, otherwise, you're just hoping you fall into a good bench later on. And try not to let your planning, like for the other game weeks, get in the way of that. So for most people, it's probably going to be 37. But if you get a chance to use it sooner, take it. So that's all well and good. But what about people with no chips or maybe fewer chips than other people? So perhaps they've got their free hit, but not their wild card or their wild card, but not their free hit. What do they do? Now, a lot of people will ask me to make a video on the strategy if you haven't got chips. But I think it's quite difficult to do. For the same reason, I can't sit here and tell you what the perfect chip strategy is if you've got all your chips, because it is going to be team dependent, right? If someone sat there with two or three extra players for 29 than I've got, our chip strategies might be completely different. And it's the same kind of conversation if you've got no chips, right? Because it depends on how well you're set up for all these different game weeks. So I think the general overview is you need to strike a balance between targeting blank in double game weeks but not losing out in the other game weeks as well so for example okay if you were free hitting or wildcarding in 28 you'd almost certainly go for three Bournemouth players because the double is so good but if you've got no chips it might be better to go for Luton players instead 
The double's not as good. The players probably aren't as good as, uh, as well. But they do play in 29. So not only do you get the extra fixture in 28, you also get a guaranteed one in 29 as well, which is pretty good, right? Forest at home. That might be something you do. You maybe ignore Bournemouth players a little bit more. I would definitely focus on nailed and preferably good players that you know will double later on. So I think five key attackers, I was discussing this with Praz yesterday, are going to be Salah, Haaland, Saka, Palmer, and Son. Every single one of those players, when fit and available, is nailed on. Uh, most of the, no, all of them as well, take penalties, and they're all going to double at some point. You know that will happen, right? It might be in 34, it might be in 37, but getting those kind of players and just holding on to them and not worrying about getting rid of them when they go out of form or something like that could well be worth doing because you can look at you know man united and newcastle and know that they're going to double at some point chances are you're not going to want too many of their players later on so that's where that balance comes you get those really good options with good fixtures nailed on etc that you know are going to double but where do you lose out maybe on the newcastle or the everton or the crystal palace player that's doubling in 34 and then you just hope for the best right i think in general if you've got no chips you are going to have less players in doubles and blanks you've just got to take it on the chin there's nothing you can do about it obviously hits are viable more than viable if you haven't got um chips to use but again i can't sit here and tell you exactly how many hits you should take in 28 29 34 37 it really comes it's really something you've got to assess when you almost get there or when you get a little bit closer but i think a hit for a Luton player might be worth it in 29 to also have a player sorry for the double in 28 to also have a player in 29 can i tell you that it's worth a hit to bring in bruno fernandez for game week 34 right now no of course i can't right we'd have to wait and see how the landscape of fpl looked like you know much closer to the time if you've got your free hit but no wild card you're still probably using it in 29 or 34 the conversation or or discussion is still the same right can you get through 29 without having to use your free hit if yes, save it for later on, target the double game week instead. If you're really struggling and you're going to have to take minus 16s, minus 20s just to get through 29, use your free hit instead and then see if you need hits later on for the other doubles. Similar with wildcard but no free hit, right? How well can you manage 29? If you can do it pretty well, save your wildcard for later on, get more information about the doubles and stuff like that. So you're not really, you're not really thinking about FPL that much differently. But you are probably going to have less players in those doubles uh, and blanks. If you have got no chips or fewer chips than other people, leave a comment below. What have I missed out? What should you be doing? And how are you kind of managing the next few um, kind of weeks of the season? Like, I've got all my chips. So it's, uh, sorry, apart from triple captain. So it's a bit more difficult to think about. But ultimately, you're still trying to get good players and manage blanks and doubles. You've just got to do it without without those chips and so maybe it's just a few less double game week players here or there and you just focus on those core players instead like if Salah Haaland, Saka, Palmer and Son all stay fit for the rest of the season like that's five of your eight attackers sorted right there's no real reason to move them on too often but and it's worth saying this for chips or no chips FPL changes very quickly right like we've all just gone from 3-5-2 to 3-4-3 being great my prediction is going to be the 30-31, we're going to be back to 3-5-2, but that could change very quickly. Anyway, I'll leave it there. I hope in some way that was useful. If it was, give it a like and hit that subscribe button. Rate five stars if you're listening on podcasts. 
highly recommend going to check out the Planet FPL Chip Strategy podcast. It may or may not be live by the time you watch this video, but it will be at some point before the 27 deadline. It'll be super useful, and James will have a bit more details about which games he thinks are going to go where, chip strategy and stuff like that. Otherwise, I might be back later for another video. If not, team selection tomorrow morning, final thoughts tomorrow afternoon, deadline stream on Saturday. I'll catch you for all of that soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.